From up in the nosebleeds to down to the 50-yard line, wherever you watch the game, this is the place to sound off. Sports Talk with Jock on 770 CHQR. 100 things Flames fans should know and do before they die. A great book for Flames fans before the Christmas season. And who is the writer of this outstanding piece of literature? I would call literature, Josh. <laughs> I was trying to build you up, George. Thanks, Jock, but it ain't Tale of Two Cities. <laughs> George Johnson, longtime Calgary sports writer and author. 100 things Flames fans should know and do before they die. George, I'm a little disappointed, though. I, I didn't make your book. I figured you'd have the first ever host of the Hot Stove Lounge in there. That's funny. you know. I, I, yeah, well, I was, I was just talking to my wife about that. I said, I remember back, way back when in the dawn of time, when Jock and I would uh, be on between periods. And that's a lot of moons ago. That is a lot of moons ago. But that's what you've really done with this book. You've gone back. First of all, to tell me the history. Obviously, this was just, as you say, it's not it's not outstanding literature, but it's a fun read. Probably bathroom material for Flames fans out there. But uh... I love all that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, it, it's 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 a series, and and uh, Triumph Publishing in Chicago puts it out. And basically, what it is, it's a it's a, you know it, it's an it's a history of of the various. Uh, teams, I think they've got seventeen or eighteen of them done already. Oh, really? and, okay. Yeah, and and you know some really good writers like Pat Hickey in Montreal and Jeremy Rutherford to the St. Louis Blues book and and Joanne Ireland, who I know very very well, of course, and I think you do too, mm-hmm. uh, did the Oilers book on Van Edmonton, and it just came out. So you know, for me, Jocko was just kind of. It was just, you know, it's, it's been a trip down memory lane. I mean, it, 100,000 words for an old geezer like me is a lot of words to churn out. And But, you know what, going through the old clips, going through all the old stories, phoning, you know, players like Neil Sheehy and, and uh, you, you know, and uh, Hoken Lube and, and people like that, oh, yeah. to get their take on, on times gone by, you know, it, it really brought back a lot of, of, of great memories for me. And, and in that way, over and above the fact that 100,000 words is still 100,000 words, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> well, and, and, and you're right, because you had the pleasure to cover this team for so many years. Uh, you're, you're working for Calgary Sport and Entertainment. You're still, you know, covering the Calgary Flames. So for you, this was probably, a, you know, a project from the heart, because you just had to go back and look at a lot of your old stories, I think, George. Yeah, and it was, you know, it's 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 it was fun because it was not only just the personalities, you know, the 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 uh, Gary Suiters and Joe Newen Dykes and and uh, you know Nikki Fatius and and Timmy Hunters and and people like that, but it was you know the great the great moments and and the, and the not so great moments, you know, and the and the crazy fun moments, you know, like when they went over to to uh, the Czech Republic and uh, the Soviet Union before everything had changed and we were changing money, uh, you know. Uh, in on the black market up in our hotel rooms and you felt like you were in an Ian Fleming novel, you know, and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, it it, it it's not just about the great players. There's a lot of them in there. The, the Mark Giordano's and Lanny's and, and Kiprasov's and, and Gary Robertson's guys like that. But a lot of I what I tried to put into it was a lot of the, the great stories, at least mm-hmm. the ones I could print, that uh, you know, that uh, that I was a part of and heard over the years, uh, you know, 34 years covering this team. Uh, George Johnson is the writer of 100 Things a Flames Fans Should Know and Do Before They Die. Okay, number 15 on your list, and the only reason I bring up number 15 is the old pot liquor, because I, yeah. I just got an email, the old pot liquor, Bearcat Murray, is celebrating, did you know he's celebrating his 60th wedding anniversary this weekend? 
good Lord, I just celebrated my 60th birthday. <laughs> I and I feel, you know, the old fella, he just keeps rolling and rolling. And, uh, you know, it's it's funny. That, what you do after you finish this book, Jock, and you start looking through it is, oh, nuts, I missed that. Or, mm-hmm. or, you know what, I didn't do something. And what about this and all that kind of thing. And I still remember all those years when I traveled with the team and, and Bearcat, was a fitness freak, and he would have his roller skates in whatever rink they were in. He'd be going around and around and around and around and around the concourse, you know, and and just that was how he, he spent practice. And if they needed him, he came peeling down, but it was basically keeping in shape, shape going around on roller skates for the Bearcat. Well, you, you know, and, and it's funny, George, we're not going to run down all 100. We want people to buy the book and, and obviously look at that. But a couple of stories I, I, I think you and I should talk about, because you were one of my hockey analysts when I was hosting the Flames of Broadcast. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah, number 25 is Joe Who. We all remember when, you know, Joe Neuendijk was traded. Well, actually, Kent Nielsen was traded for for Joe yeah. Neuendijk, and everybody's going, Joe Who, and that's how Joe got that. And then do we all remember when Joe Neuendijk was traded? Because it was for Jerome Aginla, and I remember doing the. Bro- I don't think you were on the air with me that night. I think it was uh, it was Eric DeHatchek, and yeah. and and basically we got Gary Roberts on the phone, and we were talking to Gary, and he was so mad at that trade. He said I couldn't understand. He didn't know who Jerome. We couldn't even pronounce Jerome Aginla's name for goodness no. sakes. And and so it's funny how Joe Who becomes you know Jerome Who, and you know it, it, it's 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 very interesting how that all worked out. Well, yeah, I mean you go from Ken Nielsen, who's arguably the the most talented player, the most biggest pure talent they've ever had here. 131 points. You still watch those old clips, and you're, you know, I know the game is is, you know, seismically different than it was back then. But you, you look at the guy's skill level, and you're still going, holy moly! So you trade that for Joe Newendike, who turned into a Calder Trophy winner, uh, you know, multiple 50 goal scorer, captain of the team, one of the great players in franchise history, forever aflame, and then you turn him into Jerome McGinley who was the greatest player, in my opinion, that they've ever had here, mm-hmm. and at least in the 34 years that I covered it. And, and it's an amazing when you look at you know, him to him to him. It just kept getting better and better and better. I, I loved reading the chapter uh, number forty six, trading Gilmore, and and that that really hit home for me because I was hosting the Hot Stove Lounge at the time, and I remember doing that New Year's Eve broadcast, and we had uh, not only Doug Gilmore come into the uh, into the Hot Stove Lounge, but we also had Don Sherry and Ron McLean were there as well, and you could tell that there was something going on here because uh, Doug sort of said something to Don Sherry, uh, you know, off the record and, and stuff like that, and I'm going, okay, what's happening? And then we all remember what happened on New Year's Day. Yeah, I mean, we show up to the rink and there's no Doug Gilmore. And he'd been the first star, had a goal and assist. I think they beat the Canadians 3-1 that, that night. Yeah. And it was kind of like, you know, if, if you talk to Doug Reisberg, who was the general manager at the time, he just kind of shakes his head and said, well, you know, that's, that's, that, was a, that was a young general manager mm-hmm. getting caught up in the moment, being too emotional. You know, if that's Glenn Sather, he probably lets Dougie sit for a couple of months, right, till he gets the deal he wants. But Doug... Okay, he doesn't want to be here. Well, let's get him out of here. And then they made the 10-player deal, which, you know, basically uh, uh, torpedoed this franchise for quite a while and lifted the Leafs to uh, unexpected heights because, you know, Killer, who, as we all know, was was a great, great player, just took on a whole new uh, aura and a whole new dimension when he went to the Leafs. Worst trade in Flames history? Oh, geez, I don't know. I, I think so. Yeah. I mean, just in terms of you had a great player. I mean, Cliff knew when they traded for Gilmore, and you probably remember that, they got him out of St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Cliff will, to this day, say, you know, well, we had 
you know, Hall of Fame players. We had great players up and down our lineup, as, as, as strong and deep a lineup as you'll probably, maybe not that, the Gretzky or the Lemieux, but you look at that lineup, it was an amazing, amazing lineup, right? Uh, Fleury and, and Roberts and Mark Hunter was a two-time goal, 40 goal scorer. I mean, you know, they were on the fourth line and, and you know, it, it was just an amazing team. But Cliff will say to this day, we don't get Doug Gilmore, we don't win that Stanley Cup. And people still think Lanny scored the winner in Montreal in Game Six. Right. Well, no, Dougie scored the winner. Lanny got the go-ahead goal. Dougie scored the winner, and then he put one in an empty net. And and you know, he wasn't here very long, but his his contribution to this to this franchise and getting it to that one great golden moment uh, can't be underestimated. I, I always tell a funny story with the Doug Gilmore trade because I, I hosted a special edition of the Hot Stove Lounge that night, and the late Ed Chenoweth and Peter mm-hmm. Moore were my two hockey analysts that we brought into the studio because we were going to you know build up this trade. And as the rights holder, we were trying to be politically correct, right? Put so the spin on it, yeah. <laughs> put the spin on it exactly. Yeah. So we go on the air and we're we're pumping the tires of Gary Lehman, a former fifty goal scorer. Alexander Godinyuk, he was going to be the next great defenseman for this organization. (laughs) We go to a commercial break, and we look at each other around the table, and we all say, what in the bleep is Doug Reisbrow doing? Well, it was, you know, and Reisbrow's a great guy, and, you know, he turned into a really good general. But everybody's going to go, sorry, the story I have about that is, uh, same the day, same day I guess. Or uh, this was back in the days when you could go into the coach's office, right? And everybody would go in there, and we'd just shoot the breeze, right? And we're all in there, and Dougie's walked out, Gilmore's walked out, and so we're all sitting around. And I remember, you know, we're throwing out names, and of course, Riseboro's not biting on any of them, but everybody's throwing out names at mm-hmm. him. And Eric Dajic looked at me and says. You wouldn't trade for Gary Lehman, would you? Right? <laughs> and 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 Doug just kind of looked at him, and then we went to the next name, and then sure enough, like it was the next day or the day after, there's a ten player deal, and all all heck is breaking loose, and Gary Lehman is the centerpiece coming back. <laughs> and all I could think of was G's hat. You know, what I mean, really. Well, it's so true. George Johnson, a special guest here on Sports Talk with Jock. Uh, he just written a, a brand new book called One Hundred Things Flames Fans Should Know and Do Before They Die. It's a it's it's a great, fun read. Uh, and you only had 100 topics. Uh, you, you must have left a few on the cutting floor, did you? Yeah, I mean, and it's funny. We were talking about this today, and, uh, you know, I guess I'm getting old, Jock. You mentioned Bearcat's 60th <laughs> wedding anniversary. But I've thought of more chapters since I finished the book, and now that I've been looking through it, and, and you kind of go, oh, no. You know, I mean, right. what about that piece? And what about the the time when all those uh, Robert Reichel fans chartered over from uh, from Germany? Oh, yes, to watch I remember him play? that. And, he's, and they're all at the back, and they've all got their Reichel jerseys on, and they spent a ton of money to come over, and he signed, like, two autographs and goes, I can't sign them all, <laughs> right? And then walks away, and they're all standing there looking at him. And, I mean, there were so many great stories, I, you know. Uh, hopefully they'll they'll let me uh, pump it up to 150 if this thing sells anything and and uh, you know because it, it, it like I say it it was just an awful lot of fun to do for me. As I said, George, we're not going to run down all 100 topics. So we we encourage people to go out and and buy the book and and have some fun with it. But uh, what's your, what's your favorite? What's your favorite uh, story? You know, I I think that either the, uh, the I mean Theo who was nice enough to write the uh, Theo Fleury was nice enough to write the forward for the book. Mm-hmm. Best quote ever. I mean, you know that. I mean, sure. he's just a fan. I think the Theo chapters are the Badger Bob's chapters, and and you know Badger Bob. We all look back, and it's funny. The old timers, all of us, 
that remember Badger and, mm-hmm. and, you know, had such fun with him because he was such a positive, upbeat, you know, great day for a hockey type guy. Uh, you know, we still tell Badger stories this day. I was on the phone talking to Neil Shee about the days when he used to pester Gretzky. Gretzky just hated him, right? So we were talking about Badger, and, and he said, you know, he said, the Badger gave me the best advice I ever had. He said, he sat me down. I'm a kid defenseman. He says, she, he says, he says, you know, what do you do when you're a great actor? And she goes, I don't know, coach. He says, what, what do you do? He says, you go out and entertain the people. He says, you're, a, you're an entertainer, Sheehy. You go out in there and entertain them. And you know what happens if you don't entertain them, Sheehy? No, what, coach? We get new actors. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so Neil got the point. Right? So he went out and started bothering people and, and getting them mad at them and stuff. But, you know, those kind of those kind of chapters were the most fun for me because it's the people. You know, sure, there have been some donkeys around here in the last 34 years. Mm. I will not deny it. But you and I both know the majority of the guys that have been through here, the coaches from Pierre Paget to Badger, uh, you know, to to Brent Sutter and all the way up to all Glenn. The and, yeah, you know, I mean, they were all characters. characters. They sure. all they were all good guys in their way, and and you know, it's 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 the people that I've met over the 34 years that I hope come across in this book that you know that. There's an awful lot of people, good people, in the Calgary Flames, Al Coates, Al Mini, all those guys, in the Calgary Flames organization, at least since I covered it. My first year was 1984-85. Yeah, and, and, and there's some current chapters as well, whether yeah. it's uh, Johnny or Monty or Brian yeah. Burke or whatever. So yeah. it really does does cover all uh, all eras of the, the Calgary Flames organization, which is fantastic. Hey, before I let you go, uh, what do you think of this year's edition of the Calgary Flames? Well, I, you know, Mike Smith has been really good so far, and I, I think uh, if you were at, watched the game the other night in Vancouver, Hamannick and and uh, the Brody pairing, if they can be as good as the Flames think they can be as a complement 1-1-A pairing to Giordano and, and Dougie Hamilton, I think they could have a pretty good season. Hey, where can I get the book? Uh, chapters Indigo uh, online at Amazon.ca, uh, or you can just come over here. <laughs> yeah, I got. A, I actually got a copy already. Oh, okay, you'll be you, all right. Can then. you sign it for me if I bring it to the football game oh, on, on Friday? You know what? Jock, I would love to do that, but it's not Ernest Hemingway, okay? <laughs> it's not Ernest Hemingway. No. <laughs> but oh, if man. you bring it, I'll sign it. I appreciate that, man. You have a great night. Okay, you too, Jocko. George Johnson, 100 Things Flames Fans Should Know and Do Before They Die. we got to take a break. This is Sports Talk with Jock.